Welcome back to The Sit Down. This is The Sit Down, the podcast version. I'm one of your two hosts, Trevor, alongside my friend, co-host, and uh, other podcaster, Logan. Yeah, that's me. What is up? Dude, it's I know it's 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 been a little while. I'm happy to be back. I'm pumped to get another episode out. Um, I'm I'm realizing uh as as you know, I'm still going through the editing process of uh, as we're getting backlogged. Um, I was listening to to some of the uh, some of the earlier episodes that we recorded back in January, and it's it's end of March right now, so we're gonna get them out maybe in April, and people are gonna be hearing about like us talking about snowstorms and getting <laughs> and getting called off work and everything, and they're gonna be like, well, "What are you What are you talking about?" So it's just I'm chuckling right now that I'm I'm gonna comment on like, "Oh man, it should be it was 70 degrees last week, and now it's 30, and the wind and the wind chill is is freezing me." Uh, and I'm like, wait, this is probably going to come out when it's like 70 degrees on the regular, <laughs> 70, 80 degrees. That's true. It's going to come out in like May. <laughs> <laughs> it is March 31st, the last day of March. Speaking of which, don't forget tomorrow, big day, April Fools. April Fools. How excited are you? I was, th- um, I'm not, not excited because I have I have too many. Th- I feel like my my plate tomorrow just with everything I got to do for work is stacked just to the point that if anybody tries, <laughs> if anybody tries to do a single April Fool's joke with me, I think I'm just going to shut down and go home. <laughs> if if it's first thing in the morning, I'm just going to go home. I'm done. I'm out of there, baby. I don't the rest of the day is canceled. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I was laughing because uh, so I was in the office the other day. And I was only in the office one day a week this week. And so it was on the 29th. So March 29th, we, we declared our own national holiday um, called March Pranks. Okay. <laughs> Basically, the idea behind it was we wanted to do April Fool's, but we weren't going to be in the office for it. So we yeah. wanted to do jokes on each other. So we called it March Pranks <laughs> instead of April Fool's. The jokes weren't good. <laughs> Um, however, I did, uh, one of my coworkers left their slack up and she went to the bathroom. So I went on it and I put, you all suck in the slack chat. Oh, oh my God. And she read it on her phone from the bathroom. Oh <laughs> and she was like, man. what's going on? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, what a, what a way to do an office prank is just to get someone fired. <laughs> well, it was like, it was like a small group chat. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, any yeah. Of the, anyone that was going like to like a DM to the, to the, <laughs> to the CEO. Yeah. It was like, go have yourself <laughs> to direct yeah. to the CEO, direct message. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is crazy. And like, speaking of what you were saying, it's kind of funny that this one is going to be out to like May and those last ones we had talked about, you know, like, oh, maybe this episode will come out the beginning of February. And now it's the end of March. <laughs> and April Fool's is tomorrow. Which is hilariously on brand. I, I just need to stop. I'm not saying I need to give up on having aspirations in general. But I got to, by this point, you know, I'm 23. I got to know, I got to know how I work. And I, I don't work that way. When we started <laughs> recording episodes and I was like, yeah, let's get two episodes backlogged and then we'll, we'll just have an episode go out every, every week or so. And I'll have another one that I'm editing. That's not happening. I got a month and a half worth of episodes just chilling on my computer right now. It's perfect because we're, we're, we're we've, we've surpassed the high now of like we hyped it up for a little bit we're like oh we're coming back baby let's go and now i think people forgot so then when it does come back it's gonna so be like whoa start- this is like the double yeah. high uh-huh. 
<laughs> and it's gonna be funny because people are gonna hear this five episodes later of ones that are already out we're gonna be discussing this conversation right i know now. i love it i love it it's just the we're throwing off the timeline just by just by discussing it right now um <sighs> have you have you ever had a day just double back on a quick comment have you ever had a day that like it's it's like first thing in the morning you're, you sit down at your, at your desk and you're a half hour into the day and one the the first inconvenience of the day happens and you're like i gotta get out of here i'm going home oh a hundred percent so well it, it works less like that because i work remotely but most of the time whenever that happens if like something bad's happening literally i'll be like all right so it's like what a lot of times what i'll do is i will I'll sit and be focused and then I'll like get breakfast, you know, when, when, uh, when, when it's convenient. Yeah. But if I'm sitting here and I like, get, like working from home and something annoying happens, I'll be like, all right, I'm getting breakfast right now. I need some chocolate milk that's and some pop tarts, baby. We're ready to, we need that. We need to calm down. Clear jets over here. There it's any, anytime somebody calls me when I sit down, if they, cause I get to work at eight. If I'm on time, uh, if anybody calls me before like 845, it throws off my whole day. I there was one day I sat down after like oversleeping or something. So I was already at work late um, and I sit down in the span of 20 minutes. I had three phone calls just from <laughs> random parents who who woke up. I, I do college admissions, by the way, just to double back on that. So people are like, what are you talking about? I'll have random like parents calling me. They're, they wake up and they're like, I got to answer. I got to get a, a, an unimportant answer to this unimportant question first thing in the morning. It is dire. And I want to die every time it happens. Dude, that's how I feel. The, the, I think the worst thing is, you know, you're going to have like an annoying day when you so like I have, so we, like we use Slack and people that don't know what Slack is, it's basically like, it's like a, it's an instant messenger for businesses yeah. most of the time. So like, it's like, it's, it's discord for businesses, but people yeah. don't know what that is either. If they don't know what Slack is. So I'm just going to say it's like an instant messenger service. And so I have it on my phone just in case I need to respond to my phone, something quick, you know, if I'm, I'm away from my computer and that's how I know when things are going to go bad is I get notifications on my phone. And if I get a note, I get off work at six o'clock. If I get a notification at like nine 30, I know that I'm going to have to answer it the next day. And it's just like, oh. I already know that it's going to be annoying in the morning. Like it's just one of those that, things. Like I know I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> that drives me up the wall. Like nothing else, like getting an email at 9 PM. Cause I'm like, you really, you're going to be the first thing on my mind in the morning. And my, my morning is already ruined. I <laughs> like laid down and it, it was a, it was, oh, it was probably a month ago. I, I got this email just from, from a faculty member that was like the last thing I wanted to read in general. And it was, it was when we were recording an episode and we were wrapping up the episode and I got the email and I was like, why are you emailing me right now? It was like 11 o'clock and I go to like lay down and I was like, Maybe I should just see what this was about. And I read it and I was literally in a bad mood going to sleep while sleeping. And then when I woke up, <laughs> I was I was in a bad mood for about 12 hours straight, including when I was asleep. It was absurd. Dude, that's how I understand that completely. I remember I I was uh, I, I was working was when I was working till seven still like back a couple months ago. And I was working till seven and I was doing, I was working on this crazy project. So I didn't get off to like eight 30 and I get an email requesting something. 
and he wanted it that night at like 8 30 and i go dude no you're not getting no it tonight i'm already an hour and a half over what i should be working right now you'll get it tomorrow <laughs> and i knew i was gonna wake up and be mad i was like i'll get to you first thing in the morning even though i don't want to <laughs> no way i i i for the most part i've been good at like at 4 30 comes and i shut my stuff down and i'm like you will not you you will have to hunt me down to talk to me before i get back to you and that's what i'm, that's what I'm doing my best to stay on top of yeah i'll tell you what that's the nice thing though is that no one at my company has my actual phone number so then it's like you know <laughs> what your personal information yeah that's good that's good not gonna do a whole lot of good so um so that that is good, but uh, so I was uh, I was curious. This is this is I know we love current events on this this, this show. Yes. So this is going to be way outdated by the time we actually talk about it. But did okay. you happen to see Chris Rock get smoked in the face? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I think it's going to be funny that it's going to put in perspective when people actually listen to this when it comes out. Is that this is this is what four days later after it happened? This is what, so. this is what was going on. That I remember I, I was I did not like most people in America nowadays did not watch the Oscars. Um, and then when I sat down at work, I was going through Twitter, not working. And uh, I saw <laughs> nice. it was like it was uh, it was all over the trending. And I was like, what happened? Um, and then when I saw just the first like the first like screen grab of it, I was like, this, this didn't happen. There's no way. I was like, just a while. I, <laughs> I thought was like, it was oh, fake. I thought. At first, I thought they were like announcing something together and then got like and got started shoving at each other a little bit. And then when I watched, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, it was God. wild. Yeah, it was so much like it's I, the reason why I bring it up is I don't we don't need to get into logistics of what went on. Basically, Will yeah. Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face because he said mm-hmm. something bad about his wife. And so understandably, like he was mad, but I mean, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to say either way. I'm defending either side. Both were in the wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. But um. Well, the reason why I say it is because it was one of those days that was like, it was a top five day on Twitter. And, and you, yeah. know, you, ever, you ever experienced those where like, you're on Twitter and every single thing is about that. Like, it's crazy. Yes. Like people are, yeah. people are making jokes left and right. People are bashing people. People are saying it's, you know, this is the worst thing to ever happen. People are. That's, and that's the only thing getting going political on. in there. And it's like, yeah. where is it? What's going on here? They're, every single argument that could possibly be made has been made. It's like the Murphy's mm-hmm. law of Twitter. And that's oh what happens. It's a great <laughs> way to say it. <laughs> and it's crazy. And it, it's just, it's just one of those things that it's like, this is, this is cool. And it's to be a part of those is the best. Like I, I wasn't really a part. I didn't tweet anything about it, but I was just involved. I was reading. I was, yeah. I was dating knowledge. and and i uh i enjoyed it i'll be honest i I enjoyed i enjoyed everything about it there was so much going on Mm -hmm. but those top five days so fast too yeah it does it does it's all time twitter days and those are those are the good ones those are the good ones (laughs) (laughs) man wow what a time what a time it is to be alive huh yeah we're just we're just seeing weird stuff on tv right in front of our eyes nowadays dude it's so true it's so true Live television. And that's what I think is good about it is that I feel like social media now gives you a chance to rewatch live television a hundred times. Yeah. It's not just live anymore. Yeah. I, I, uh, no shame. Watch that video clip of him just smacking Chris Rock. I watched it, it probably close to a dozen times that day. I wasted so much time. <laughs> I killed so much of my day watching it. 
I agree with that. Like, it's like, you just want to know, because I watched it. I watched like every angle. I wanted to know. I wanted yeah. to see it. I want to see everybody's I was, reactions. I was like dissecting it. I was going slow. I was like frame by frame. Is this real? Is he, is he moving yeah. before he got slapped? You know, all this kind of stuff. I just saw the picture today. There's still stuff coming out. Chris Rock had a clenched fist after it happened. I yeah, I saw he clenched for like, a second. I was, I was like, like oh, oh, is he gonna oh. is he gonna swing back? Gonna he swing made back. A, he made a really smart call not doing it. <laughs> yeah, Will like, Smith's oh. like three times his size. <laughs> uh, I know it wouldn't have gone over well at all. Will Smith's been a lot more action movies than Chris Rock has too. <laughs> and I think in my mind there hits a point where um uh, where just a slap does a lot more than a punch, and and just the fact that Will Smith he didn't he didn't go and like clock him in the jaw he just like slapped him over the face <laughs> I feel like that sends a lot clearer of a message. I was like, I, anything else. It does. It may not hurt as bad, but it's like the it's it's like a shut up like, like it, it's yeah, like, like a, a whoa yeah this is yeah it's, it's one of those. It's like if you get slapped, it it almost like is more like. It's a wake-up call compared to a punch, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, a punch, absolutely. I feel like you're... Here's what I'll say. It's, I feel punch, like it's hard... A punch, a punch puts you to sleep. A slap wakes you up. <laughs> and, and dude, that's so true. That's so true. I feel like a punch, like, you deserve. And a slap, it's hard to deserve one. But when you get one, it's it's <laughs> it's like... It means, like, oh, you really yeah. messed up here. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Have you ever been, like... I know you were in you were in uh, martial arts, so mm-hmm. potentially you have more than I have. But have you ever actually been like actually punched in the face, like a full on like no. this guy was actually trying to punch you in the face? No, not in the face, because uh, it it was all it was all a controlled environment. I've been slapped in the face, um, <laughs> in just in just like a high school game of like truth or dare, where somebody was like, I somebody dared to somebody dared to like slap me in the face, but not with just like a like a little a little bat they were like you need to slap him in the face mm. and that also that's exactly how it described it was like yeah i was just it was late that night but it woke me right up i was like <laughs> oh wow geez that's fair that's fair i was trying to think of the time i've i've never i don't think i've ever been punched in the face i've definitely been slapped but not like full-on slapped and i have yeah. full-on slapped somebody in the face and it was <laughs> yeah. zach during the experimental show that's right that's right <laughs> that's right I felt bad about that, but they told me, they told me if I didn't do it, he was, it was like, it was like, it was like a punishment or something. It was like, if I didn't do it, he, something else was going to happen to him. Yeah. So they told me I had to really smack him. So I had to really smack him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I got that. him pretty good. That's for sure. And I felt yeah. bad, but oh well, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? It's, it's two years later. It is. It or is. Three years. <laughs> or geez. I don't even know. Cause the next one's coming up. First one without us. So that's crazy sad crazy it is sad we're too old we're too old speaking of which before we jump into this first story we logan and i performed at an alumni show very recently yeah yeah the the plastic chandler's alumni show my high school alumni show was the week after that oh yeah how'd that go um it was i had fun it was nice to see the people (laughs) it was very clear that um i did (laughs) i did college improv or improv (laughs) after high school improv because i (laughs) Uh, I was I was packing heat that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right to hear, baby. That's right. That's right. Represent. It's, it's one. Of, it's one of the few times that I that I said with my whole chest, like, yeah, I did improv in college. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those guys. Huh? It's like those guys that come back and like the high school alumni soccer games, and they're like they play in the college and they destroy <laughs> everybody. And I'm like, yeah, I did not do that. So <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That's hype. That's hype. But Logan, I had I uh, 
I certainly, I don't know, I can't speak for both of us, but I'm assuming you did. I had a lot of fun in the alumni. I show, had a lot of fun too. It was, it was good to be uh, back. It was good to see everybody. Logan and I had a scene together and uh, we were just basically yelling at each other the entire time. Yeah, Not exactly good improv, but it made for a good show. Let's put it that way. Exactly. That's what I miss. I, it, it was, <laughs> it's the simple things. It is. It is. It was like this, but in person because we were standing yeah. up mm. and talking to each other and in front of a down. crowd of 150 people. So, <laughs> so a little bit different, a little bit different. But uh, and, uh, speaking of taking it back, this first story reminds me of a it's 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 another college based story. It's a solid <laughs> a solid segue. Um, and as I was reading over this, I, I was thinking about my my time in dorm life and your time in dorm life, and just and just we can kind of reminisce. I didn't do anything as crazy as this, not nearly as crazy as, but still. We'll, we'll, so this first story that I have got, it's coming to us from Fox Ten, and this is a BYU student displaces twenty two in dorm after attempting to make rocket fuel on stove. That's just one of those phrases that is like, what was going through this guy's head? Like, you cannot I, be this dumb. It's one of those things. You know what I mean? It's it, And I, I was having the thought earlier today of like, you can think about what you're going to do and what will happen immediately, but there is no idea of the consequences <laughs> afterwards. And this is definitely one of those situations. This is, I, but I still feel like this is way cooler than like setting off the fire alarm with like a jewel. Like, this is so much cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if he's uh, making cool. rocket fuel, it better be like for something. I hope he's not just making rocket fuel. Just for making fun. it just to make like, it. I want him to make like a model car, and he's gonna launch that baby up into the sky. Oh yeah, not oh, a yeah. Sky, model car, model <laughs> rocket. <laughs> this is coming from Provo, Utah. Uh, authorities at Utah's Brigham Young University uh, said 22 college students had to be relocated after someone attempted to make a rocket fuel on the stove uh, in their dorm, which led to a fireball explosion. Fireball! Fireball, yeah. Your dog! That was my childhood dog. Let's go. Let's go, Sam Fire. Representing Sam Fireball. Call back. (laughs) Uh, Campus police subsequently reminded the students uh, to keep keep your experiments in the lab. I wonder if he was going through the the proper safety precautions. If If he had his lab goggles. If he had his long hair tied back. If he was wearing closed toed shoes. I'm going to say maybe, but I don't think he followed the right precautions for the lab safety. He might've been in the safety, like individual safety, but lab safety. I'm not, I'm going to go with no here. I'm seeing some of the later images and they're killing me. Uh, So firefighters first responded to the incident around 4.30 PM local time uh, on Sunday, a couple of Sundays ago, even more Sundays when this comes out uh, at BYU's heritage (laughs) halls. Uh, building four. It's oddly specific. I didn't need that much details. Uh, crews found the fire sprinklers activated and flooding on the main floor. Oh. So, quote from BYU police uh, is uh, the the subsequent investigation revealed that a resident had been making homemade rocket fuel on the stove uh, when the volatile mixture suddenly exploded into a fireball. Uh, the flames okay. from the explosion had engulfed the walls and ceiling around the stove. And the intense heat tripped the fire sprinkler system. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to throw this out here. Okay. I have absolutely no idea how to make rocket fuel. Okay? I have no idea what I, I thought when I first read this, I didn't think it was like legitimate rocket fuel. I thought it was like, 
I thought it was just some. Uh, I, I, it didn't sound real. I, it sounded like it was like the kids it, like, oh, it's making some rocket fuel. <laughs> it sounds like it would be like somebody like like this is like someone that was making like bootleg alcohol in his dorm room and he's <laughs> yeah. ripping up rocket yeah. fuel is what it's called yeah. this is straight up like actual rocket fuel i don't know much about rocket fuel all i do know about fuel in general is that if you put a heat source on it it's gonna blow up so i don't yes. know if you need a heat source to make the rocket fuel but it seems like you could have avoided that if you're gonna blow uh, it up like this uh so firefighters quickly secured the scene and were able to put uh out the remnants from the fires However, the explosion resulted in extensive damage to the dorm building. Uh, police said 22 students living close to the room where the incident happened had to be relocated to allow for cleanup and repair <clears throat> and repairs. I mean, yeah. Well, how long were they relocated? Is this like a fire drill situation? We got to go out in your, you know, your bathrobe and you're like, wow, that sucks. My shower is running and outside. Or and like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was in the middle of a shower. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if it says. Oh, it doesn't say. Uh, but uh, another police quote, it is clear that this situation could have been much worse and we are grateful that no one was injured. Ah, uh, that's lame. Uh, we urge students to be aware of circumstances around them and consider how their actions uh, have the potential to affect not just themselves, but others as well. As in, as in we got a, a nice little a nice little moral of the story at the end. That's, that's I, nice. I have no say. idea if it was, if the damage was like extensive, extensive, um then they probably they probably got put up in, in like a nearby hotel this is my what i imagine yeah was this like taking out the whole like is this like blowing up like toxic fumes throughout the entirety of the thing that's a good question i feel like to a point they got to fumigate <laughs> at least a little bit <laughs> yeah that's what i'm kind of thinking too um so that's kind of crazy that's crazy and i i like this story i like i like it too yeah but um, I will say, so I was reading through this, and we, when we finish it up, I'm so confused. Okay. You want to know why I'm confused? Yeah, tell me. What, it what says this story on? was reported from Cincinnati. Yes. Okay. I saw that, too. How is this happening? This is Fox 10 Phoenix at BYU in Utah. And here's the different Cincinnati's in the United States. We got Cincinnati, California, what? Cincinnati, Iowa, Cincinnati, Missouri, Cincinnati, Indiana, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Arkansas. Which one is that one coming from? I just assumed it was Ohio's. I would think that too, but how are they getting I, this information? I assumed it was Ohio. I didn't realize there were that many Cincinnati's. I didn't either. I literally I looked don't, up Cincinnati's in the United States because I didn't know that it was possible. I don't... I don't as a side tangent, I don't like how many how many city name duplicates there are, both in the U.S. and in the world. You know how many Londons there are? Far too many. Far there's, too there's many. Probably, I think there's a London in every state, and it, it hurts my head. Dude, I agree. And I think, like, at least, like, you know, like, the big city names, that makes sense. Like, London or whatever, that one seems fairly reasonable. Like, you know, you get that, like, Springfield, the Simpsons, yeah. how they have, like, here's all the way different ones. However... There's one that I think are like weird, like obscure names, like Bowling Green. Why are there two of them? Bowling Green, Ohio, and Bowling Green, Kentucky. What are they doing there? I don't know which one came first, and why couldn't they think of something different? Did they why know they were they, naming yeah. them after each other, or were they just like, eh, I like Bowling Green? I like and it. then it was just a coincidence that we had two of them. Oh my God. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I don't was, like I was a little wrong because I had to double check this. There are 29 places around the world named London. That's uh, far too and many. And they're, they're in 13 countries, but that's still, that's still a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's, it's too many. So I'm looking up the, uh, you ready for this? Hit me with it. All right. This is from um, Liz, Liz B. D. Net. I don't know what this is. It's just a website. But I was looking up. What is the most common city name? What do you think it is? It's Alexandria. It is not. It's not in the top four. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh there there are um the top top four. Number one. Well, this is in the United States. Sorry, I guess okay. I looked okay. up the world, but this is oh. oh oh hang on. Sorry, I don't know how to read. Most common city name in the world. Is Alexandria? Hey, that's nice some trivia for you. That's nice trivia. snipe, nice snipe. But the most common city name in the United States is Washington. Here's what that's I think l- is weird. That's lame. Not only is that lame. You ready for this? Yeah. There's 88 of them. What? <laughs> Wait a second. Is there two Washingtons? Wait a second. Is there two Washingtons in the same state? Wait a second. That, that, How was there 88? Something doesn't, something doesn't add up. This is most common town and city name. So I was thinking maybe it was like a county. I don't think it is. I think there's literally just states with two names of Washington. <laughs> is there two Washingtons? Like in, can you imagine being in like Rhode Island having two separate Washingtons and one just so- one just up the street from the other? <laughs> what is that? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh no, this is a good website. I'm going to be honest. This is a great website. Um, uh, it's just about different names, and. Uh, <laughs> There you go. In Virginia, there's a town called Fart. <laughs> it literally just says, the question is, is there a town named Fart? And it says Fart, Virginia, right? I love, we're, we've been trying too hard. <laughs> we've been trying way too hard. <laughs> we really have. There's we a really Fart, have. Virginia, and we're trying to make we're trying to make intelligent jokes when there's a there's a fart Virginia. <laughs> fart Virginia. That's I'm all we need. That's all we need. That's I'm all we need. So okay. Well, that's enough of this website because it's just gonna lead me into more paths like that's fart Virginia. Send us down a, 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 a deep spiral. Oh, that's a great name for a city, though. I love that. I would I would live there. I would. Just imagine sending a, oh man, can you think of how funny that would be to send a postcard to somebody? <laughs> this is like that hard. Hell, Michigan or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah we really still got Hell, Michigan. Yeah, I guess it's better though. Fart, Virginia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. That is an all-time name right there. So, um, but yeah. With that, we're gonna we're gonna jump into our next story here, if that's okay with you. Yeah. 
So this one's coming to us from the Lad Bible. Um, and uh, this is funny because when I actually opened up the story, I didn't even realize this. But do you remember last year? Or maybe, I don't know if we were on the radio still. Um, when we decided, because we looked up that you can just type in Florida man and then something good is going to come up next. Yeah. You're, yeah. So this one is actually called Florida man calls police to, I don't know if I should say it. So I'm going to say, check whether his drugs are authentic. I'm going to skip the, I'm gonna skip sure. the specifics. <laughs> so uh, whether his drugs are authentic. So uh, Floria, man, nice typo. Uh, Florida man is taken wild to another level after he allegedly, allegedly called police with a peculiar request. Police from the Hernando County Sheriff's Office said Thomas Eugene Colucci was concerned about drugs he had recently purchased. While on God's green earth, when you notify authorities about your alleged illegal activities is beyond us. He had a pressing question he needed answered. So um, this is like, I, I thought maybe it was fake, but the Hernando County Sheriff's Office posted this. Yeah. Um, and so the 41-year-old called 911 and asked them to come and test the drugs he had just bought from someone at a bar. This is great. This is this is so That's great. great. He tested it himself, but was worried it was bath salts because it didn't give him the high he's used to. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets even better. This is my favorite part of the whole story. He then really dug himself into a hole when he told officers he was, uh, quote, an experienced drug user who had used them before, and therefore he knew, quote, what it should feel like. Oh, my God. So he showed police two small baggies containing a white crystal-like substance, handing it over to the off one of the officers, officers present. Not only did Colucci want to uh, have what he had purchased tested for authenticity, he hoped to keep from others from buying the fake drugs. You know what? He's kind of looking out for him. Yeah, he's looking I, out. He's, he's a neighborhood of, hero. He's kind of being a little, you know, a, 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 a black market quality control, if you will. Quality <laughs> control. He's doing a little testing here. So uh, he wanted uh, police to, quote, put the person in trouble for selling it to him in the first place. Great. But alas, he could not provide any information about the shady dude he'd bought it from. That's um, what the heck. Yeah, not exactly the smartest move. So fortunately for Colucci, the substance in the baggies were, in fact, the drugs. Uh, so now that we've established that Colucci is in the brightest light on the Christmas tree, it'll be no shock to discover the police promptly turned up and arrested him, of course. Um, yeah. They put this class A idiot, that's what it says, uh, in the back of the patrol vehicle where he started experiencing chest pains. Nice. Uh, he was later cleared by a doctor. And Kloji was taken to the Fernando County Detention Center on drugs of possession of, um, on charges of possession of drugs and two counts of possession of drug paraphernalia. He was released on March 11th after posting $7,000 bail. Um, so continuing on, uh, meanwhile, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is now what in the world spruking i thought it was like spelunking but it's not that uh their new drug testing service on social media including the obvious joke in their news release so if you or someone you know this is what their 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 social media says if you or someone you know have doubts about the authenticity of any illegal narcotics you have on hand or have obtained from another person the hernando county sheriff's office is pleased to provide this service free of charge <laughs> the release oh god so I just thought that was kind of an interesting story because I, it's like a, it's almost like a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Is that like in real, uh, you know, there's regulations about selling fake products mm -hmm. in, in, I'm going to, I want to say in real life, but like in legal terms, in legal ways, 
there's there's you can't just sell fake products. And it's funny that like this guy is actually thinking that way. Like he's thinking like, hey, this is fake product. I should be doing something. His about his, his head's in the right place. <laughs> his his, <laughs> his in, head's his, in the right place. His in, his, his intentions were uh were correct. He, I mean, honestly, <laughs> correct. He he knew what he was trying to do. His heart was in the right spot. His head was not. His heart was in the right I, spot. I'll give you that. His heart was in the right place, trying to look out for others. You know, look yeah. out for the little guy. This guy said, "Hey, you know what? This is this is wrong." So, I respect it. I respect the hustle. To be honest with you, I respect the hustle. I'm glad. I'm glad he's free. I'm glad he's walking. Yeah, but. I don't, well, it's, it was just bail. I mean, he may be going back. Oh, the slammer. He may be going back. He's, he's temporarily free. So while I will say, yeah, this seems like a, you know, he seems like a wholehearted dude here, but at the same time, do we really want people this stupid, just being able to walk around? Like, That's on. also true. This guy should, this guy is a great, a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it, but you know, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta call it like it is. Exactly. You know? Sometimes the news has got to be a little biased. The news has got to be a little <laughs> biased. That's right. That's right. We are full of one-sided conversations over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I know we have always in the past of which person we are, you know, we, we try to, you know, side with one person. We kind of are think like this person. Yeah. Uh, this one... I want to be on his side because he seems like he's doing his, like you said, his heart's in the right place, but I just don't think I can because people are just too stupid. I know. I know. Uh, sadly, just his heart being in the right place. Isn't going to save him. I, I gotta, it doesn't cut it, man. No, I got to give him the thumbs down for this. He doesn't, he doesn't get my seal of approval. I agree. I'm on uh, not his side for this round of uh, this round. He, he loses this round. Sorry, sir. Sorry, Mr. Colucci. Yeah. But yeah. So that was that was a nice little fun quick story. That was there. a good that one. Was, that was quite entertaining there. Some people are just dumb. Some people are just dumb. I can take us into this last story we got here. This one is uh this one's a little longer. Um, but it's uh it's it's part news and then just part just pure informational. So I thought it was interesting and I wanted to toss this in here. Um, I like it. I remember so, reading a little bit about this. These, this is sick. This yeah. Is, have you ever, have you cool. ever heard of Ernest Shackleton? I, so I feel like I have, I, I feel, feel like, like I should have. Yeah. I feel like that's a specific enough name, a unique enough name that I should have. Um, but that's, that's just coming right out of the gate. We'll learn more about this and why, and why his name is important. Uh, so <laughs> uh, this is uh, coming again from Fox 10 Phoenix. Uh, Ernest Shackleton's ship uh, called the Endurance, found 107 years after sinking off of Antarctica. That's awesome. That's Already, cool. it's awesome. Uh, so Endurance, the ship uh, was crushed by ice and sank in 1915. Uh, Shackleton and his crew of men made a stunning escape, and their story of human survival in the wilds of Antarctica uh, has become one of history's greatest. See, that's why I feel like I recognize it. I feel like I remember them like like learning about like them going to Antarctica and like having to basically just survive on their own because they're shipwrecked. I, yeah, I and I think that's why I was familiar. And if this was in 1915, man, that was I don't know when like the Antarctic uh, like expeditions had begun, but it was still in 1915. It had to have still been pretty fresh. 
Yeah, I would think that it, it's they they weren't traversing a whole lot in 1950. But I don't. So really know so that. if you're in place, right? So if and if your ship was uh was sinking and you're the only ones out there, man, you're 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 kind of screwed. Uh, so some 107 years later, the lost ship was found. Uh, 3,000 meters or nearly two miles deep, uh, in the Weddell Sea. Uh, an icy part of the southern Antarctic Ocean along the coast of Antarctica. Uh, the discovery was announced Wednesday by the Falklands Maritime Heritage Trust, uh, which detailed the team of explorers, marine archaeologists, other researchers, technic- uh, technicians, and filmmakers who made up the essential Endurance 22 expedition. I think this is so cool. Like, imagine being someone that discovers this. Like, this is literally... Yeah. Like- this is like a long lost relic that's like, it's one of those things that you're actually not sure if it's real until you find it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they could have faked this story so easily in 1915. Who cares? Like you, you can do you they, yeah. say whatever you want at that point, but like until you actually see it, you will have no idea. And this is like, you're, you're seeing history in the making. You're, you're physically seeing history. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, 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 the garden, the hanging gardens of Babylon. It's like you, yes. they don't actually know if they were real because they never saw them. Like there's no there's no actual evidence that they existed. They just have stories about them. Existing. Yeah, seeing like is this believing. is like it is, and this is a real life thing. And yeah. um, I do want to just throw this in real quick. So Antarctica was discovered uh, in 1820. However, the pole was not reached until December 14th, 1911. Oh, so. It was discovered on uh, January 27th, 1820. But then, yeah, it took almost almost a decade to get to the pole. So I just wanted to throw almost that out a there. Decade. So we kind of got a reference of where we almost were a, Almost 100 years, Trevor. That's what I meant. I meant a century. <laughs> <laughs> I, meant, I meant a century minus a I'm decade. With, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you. I'm with you. Dang um, it! The wooden vessel was found in a brilliant state of preservation. Menson bound the expedition's exploration director said in a statement. See, that is a little bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> that is a, uh, bit of a tongue twister for sure. He continues, uh, this is by far the finest wooden shipwreck I have ever seen. Uh, it is upright, well proud of the seabed, intact, and in a brilliant state of preservation. You can see the endurance arced on the stern uh, directly below the taff rail. Uh, this is a milestone in polar history. And they included a picture. And honestly, from the back of the boat, it, it's, in, it's in pretty solid shape. Yeah, it definitely to have it to have it that clear. It definitely is. That's so cool. So 1.9 miles deep. How does okay? This is this might be a dumb question because I honestly don't know the answer. Does this like water pressure like that affects like wood too, right? I'm not saying like the each individual plank, but like the build of it, right? That's a good question. I would like why is it not collapsing into like a flat piece like like all like into a, a like a collapse basically like I, it's just it, I, all of them I, together on the ground i think it's because it's not completely enclosed the pressure has some place to escape you're probably right yeah i was if, just still thinking was, that like still so so continue you can go ahead you can go ahead. i i think if it was like if it was like if the wooden ship was just like a wooden ball then at a certain pressure it would all just cave in on itself um but since the, because the, the pressure needs to get somewhere, 
Um, and if the, the boat has like, like it's got, it's got its windows, it's got its doors and it's got like the, this, some sections between beams and that's how the, that's how the, uh, the pressure would escape. Um, but I, I know, I, I, I see what you're saying. And I feel like after a certain point, maybe something's got to happen to it after two miles, when it bleed the surface. So that's what I'm thinking is like, so to like, do you think the wood, like, I guess, how is it not like bowing? I'm not saying that like collapse, but how, like, would the wood like. Yeah, bow where it's sure. not attached like like that that section in the middle or whatever that's like how does that work i don't no, really I'm know sure. it's, yeah i'm not sure either water is weird to be honest it's, it's crazy it's crazy mm. so but maybe so, it, it honestly might have something to do with where it's at located also like it being it, it I, might yeah southern all that far down there and you know because i don't, they, they I don't mentioned, know about this. i know they, they mentioned later in the story and we'll, and we'll come across it but also another reason why it's in such good preservation is they is there are um so few like wood eating microbes in that area of the world which is also why the ship just overall is in good position or in good shape because there weren't a lot of like insects and little bugs and things that were chipping away at the wood on their own over the past hundred years that makes sense that makes sense so, so to learn more about this, on top of just what we're reading, there's going to be a detailed National Geographic documentary coming out this coming fall. Which I'll, which Maybe I'll we should sure watch it and then I know. refer back to this. That'd, That'd be, be so cool. cool. That'd be cool. So here's just a little subsection of the story. This is where it gets uh, less news uh, and more just like some backstory. Uh, so what happened to Ernest Shackleton's ship? Uh, so the Endurance set sail for Antarctica on December 5th, 1914 carrying Shackleton and 27 others. The crew had the goal of reaching the South Pole uh, and ultimately crossing the continent on land, according to National Geographic. So, yeah, so it, it was just a couple years after the pole got reached, but still. That makes um, sense. But disaster struck when the ship became trapped uh, in park ice and came, became trapped in, uh, in pack ice near Antarctica, and the crew was forced to spend the winter in the frozen landscape. And I don't know when winter in Antarctica ends. I thought that was its whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't think it really does. I think it's just going to be cold. Maybe it's like extra cold. I think it's just less cold. Points. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be just cold in general. It's less cold and you get, you get more light. Uh, the wooden vessel eventually sank after being stuck in the ice for roughly 10 months. Uh, so after the ship sank, the crew was forced to make their way by sea to the uninhabited Elephant Island. According to the uh, account by National Geographic, Shackleton and five men then set off in a lifeboat to seek help from a whaling station uh, in South Georgia, more than 800 miles away. Wow. That is crazy. Now, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I guess I didn't realize that in 1915, they had lifeboats. That it, it's, it sounds silly, but I'm with you because this <laughs> boat, it was like a wooden boat. It looks like it was something from like, like the like the pilgrims coming over yeah. to coming to Plymouth Rock, and somebody just went. Now nah, I'm gonna go south with this one. It looks like a pirate ship. Yeah, it does. Like I don't. When did they switch to like metal boats? I don't. I it was. I thought that was like the steam engine, but it wasn't that in the Industrial Revolution. That's well, isn't question. this after that? I'm, I'm gonna read a little bit more. This looked it up for me because I'm curious. Um, yeah. So after several attempts, Shackleton. Uh, eventually made it back to Elephant Island uh, to rescue his crew, and miraculously, all of the men under his command in the Weddell Sea survived two years in the wilds of Antarctica, making it one of history's great stories of human survival. Two years, That's insane. And that was just that had been just like all, 
on the supplies they had and whatever whatever that's all, yeah, was. is this just like they're, they're in like igloos and is this like just igloos and is there animals they, there they i don't know that much about antarctica yeah, so there there had to be shelters some way. There are there are animals that are that are uh that are native to Antarctica. It is just a since Antarctica is a tundra, it's like it's the same as like is like the desert where there there are animals that are that are native to the to the desert. It's just it, it's just very sporadic and very different from what you would expect literally anywhere else. And the tundra is kind of the same way. Yeah, which makes sense. So I'm looking here and like the ironclad like the the battleship was made in the 1850s so they had metal boats before this guy oh. and so i'm not sure what he was doing mm. rowing that bad boy out there so, <laughs> no, what's going on i don't uh, know so shackleton uh who died of a heart attack on january 5th uh 1922 at age 47 was among the polar explorers who made important contributions to our knowledge of the fragile environment of Antarctica. So that makes sense. I gotta say, uh, we're not quite done with the story yet, but I, w- I wanna throw this out there. I don't really know that much about them, but shipwrecks, I think, are one of the coolest things ever. Like, okay, yeah. hang on. Wow, let me restart. I know the, what you're the shipwreck saying. itself, but like discovering shipwrecks is one of the coolest yeah. things ever. Not the shipwreck itself. <laughs> yeah, the ship, the ship's wrecking and people being lost at sea, love it. Yeah, I, I love people just drowning and dying out there. Hey. No, I just think it's so cool. Like, it like freaks me out to think that like the the, the Titanic is just at the bottom of the ocean, and like you could just yeah, you can see it. Like like you could just go down there and see it. And, and I know and it's also weird the fact because that, like the the ocean is so so wide, and they just they found it. How did they find that? Like this was two miles deep. And there, yeah. and it, I can't imagine just a ship just sinking straight down from where it got dislodged from that ice. Yeah, and you even know? then, is like I would, I would imagine that the climate has changed since then. So, like, it, even if it was, like, they don't even know where that was at. Yeah, that's crazy to me because, like, when we were in, um, when I was in, I was snorkeling one time. I don't remember where we were. We were, I was snorkeling, and I saw a, there was like a shipwreck underwater, and it was. Like we could just like it was like it wasn't super deep, but like you could snorkel across it and like you could see yeah. the the ship on the ground. I was like, this is kind of cool. Like it's like, well, yeah. this was an actual boat. I think they I think they might have sunk it on purpose, so like it wasn't like a one of those cool shipwrecks, but like it was like, like they sunk it so you could w- look at it basically. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was still like this is crazy to me that like this stuff is just down there. Like it, th- it makes me think of Nemo. You know how like in there's the, yeah, the, yeah, the sharks yeah. live in that boat. Or the the submarine or whatever it is, I just think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's wild, scary. It, it I would not so want well to. I, yeah, depending. That's on where what I think is weird. Is I think that's what creeps me out the most. Is that if it was on land, I think like this boat would be like gone basically because it would rot yeah. and disintegrate away. But the fact that it's underwater makes it fine. Oh, creeps mm-hmm. me out, dude. I okay. One last thing. Would you snorkel like like not snorkel? Would you scuba like in it? Like go look around at it. I would. I think that I don't think cool. I can do it. I don't I think, think I can do really it. Really cool. I but the thing is, I never scuba uh, scuba dive before, so I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what to expect in general. But I think that'd be a really cool experience. It would be cool. It'd be cool to, to try it. But like, 
And it's and if everybody if everybody survived, then you wouldn't be like stumbling across any preserved any like preserved <laughs> bodies. That's what I, if I opened a door to like a captain's cabin and I was like, oh good god, and it was like a, a, a dead man just sitting there staring yeah. at you. That would freak me out for sure. Yeah, like that and like, um, I'm scared like collapsing things. Ooh, being stuck underwater no, no, would be no, no, horrible. No. It also oh, be pitch black at that at that depth, wouldn't it? I, I think. Just about, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how deep, how yeah, light. I don't know how deep. Yeah, I, I don't know how deep light gets. But yeah, already because I, I I can get pretty claustrophobic like already as is, and put me surrounded by water, so it, just in water, and then get things collapsed upon. No, I'd rather die. No. So this is three thousand meters deep, right? Yes. Yeah. So light may be detected as far as one thousand. But pretty much anything beyond 200 is dark. So that would so, be. So they're just going around there. They, oh man, mapping this out to find this ship. Yeah, that, they were going literally in the dark. Yeah, it's literally just pitch black. Like you can't see anything. I, I don't. That's what's crazy about the ocean, dude. It's yeah. The ocean scares me, man. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. And that was just way one, too much stuff in there. And that was, that was one little area of the ocean. Yeah. And there, there's like, going to be so much around this. That creeps me out, dude. The ocean is yeah. whack. It, it's it's like that. Remember that big that we were looking at sea creatures and that giant whale that was supposed to be like. Do you remember that was like bloop or something like that? Do you remember yes. talking about this? Yeah, that was on the. I think that was on the radio. We, we talked about this. That yeah, was that was on the radio because I think and that was either was it the same story that, that there was just like the sounds that were that were recorded from like from however far down in the ocean or like under the ocean floor or, or there was something bizarre like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was like the it was like a, a sound that like they they don't really know what it came from, but like the only way it could come from something would have to be like enormous, like four yes. times the size of a blue whale or something insane yep. like that. Dude, oh, I don't like that. I I, uh, I don't like the ocean. I'm not a big ocean guy. <laughs> no, nah, if I if I can't if much. I can't touch the water, and the water is a good forty feet beneath me, at least not about it. No, that's too much. It's too 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 many things down there that I don't <laughs> need to be seeing. Oh, ocean's man. too big and too wide. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of the ocean. I'm tired of it. Get rid of it. Dry it up. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I can't even drink from it. It's useless. Pointless water. Also true. What's what good is the salt water? What good is it? It doesn't do me any good. I think they should get rid of it. I'm tired of it. We should purify the oceans. We can just have purify that was, the ocean. Yeah, we'll get a lot of water. We'll get a lot make of warm the, water. Make the ocean drinkable. Yeah, I have an idea. Okay, here we go. Hear me out. Yeah. We get a giant Brita. Ooh. <laughs> and we just run it through the ocean. <laughs> How does that sound? I think it would work. I think I think we if there's a will, there's a way. What if we get a Brita and we make the drain just go to the other side, but we get two of them at the same time, so they fill up on the other side of the, uh, the Dude, world. Dude, and get like they get like a little a little water vortex going, get it cycled. Yeah. yeah, you get you get two giant Brita filters that go through the center of the Earth, so then the Atlantic Ocean is draining into is pure water into the Pacific. Mm-hmm. But you probably need you'll have to figure out the ratios because you'll probably need like some of the other oceans, like the Arctic Ocean and stuff like that. Yeah get those going and then into the other side and then the Pacific ocean is just going to fill up all those other ones pretty much. So <laughs> yeah, 
we got pure water now. I mean, we're gonna kill we a lot of animals, water. but we, but imagine we got well, pure imagine, water. Imagine what kind of weird stuff we can find in those filters, man. Oh yeah. Not only oh. that is we'd kill a lot of animals, but think about it. We humans would be good to go. <laughs> oh, we'd be set. Think of all that food. <laughs> you can you can literally just feed so much and you can get so much water out of this. Mm-hmm. I don't really like seafood though, so it wouldn't do me much good. Nah. Not a huge seafood fan either. Hate, Hate to see it. it. <laughs> so I've solved the world. I've solved a lot of problems here. Giant yeah. Britas into the ocean. Okay. But uh, I think we have like we have like two a little more of this. Which more do we have of this? Smidge of this? Yeah, the, the rest of the, I can finish it. The rest of the story is kind of about what's going on with the expedition. Bah. Yeah. Sounds good to me then. Probably good there. But uh yeah, so I I think um, we probably don't really have enough time for for the, uh, the old list here. So for the old list, the old list, the old list. I think we'll probably skip it this week, but we'll get it to it next week. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good so, to me. Yeah, we'll just rifle off the stories this week. It's kind of like when we first started. We used to do this. Yeah, this was like the first couple of episodes we went on the radio. We did just uh, we just we just did the stories. Back when we, oh man, every week we would have what seven stories, <laughs> and they were oh, all wow. listed out every single point that we wanted, Boy, word by word, basically. It. I don't know how we did it. <laughs> I don't know either. And now we just throw a story in there and hope for the best. You're like, hey, this one sounds kind of. Fun. I read half of the story. It could go south <laughs> the second half, but the first half was fun. Yeah, Logan. Logan tends to find a lot of stories where he doesn't read the bottom of them, and so then there. Yeah, oh I gotta read. God, I gotta died? read the first. <laughs> yep, I gotta read the first paragraph just to get. The, I gotta make sure the hook is good, and I gotta make sure that the resolve at the end is also appropriate. Because there've been a handful that I get to the end, I'm like, I'm gonna skip that, and we're done talking about the story. <laughs> so we need we 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 need a good mindset of hook line sinker. Start. Yep. We get a little read in the middle. Sound step. Stole looks good in the bottom. Okay, we're good to go. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh yeah, man. But um, yeah. So that was that was good. Um, I, I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming up shortly. So hopefully we'll have some some episodes coming out here shortly. Um, but this isn't live, so they won't hear this <laughs> until they get it. So by this but, point, um, by the time they're hearing this, there will already be episodes out. So it's a moot point. There will. It's a moot point. You know, like Joey Triviani. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening. Catch the same time, same place next week, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll see you next time. And as always, thanks, thanks for sitting, for sitting down, down with us. With us. <laughs>